Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Are you listening? Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and you are tuned in to the Black Married and Debt-Free Podcast. My wife, Shire, and I were able to eliminate six figures worth of debt, and we're all about empowering others to do the same. So on this podcast, we'll be talking about investing, real estate, early retirement, marriage, and much more. But you don't have to worry. It won't be done in the same boring format that you're used to. We're going to put a little bit of swag on it. So enjoy today's episode. Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with the one and only Shira Murray, my beautiful wife. Shira, I'm sorry, I just had to introduce you. I'm so excited to have you back on the podcast. Shira, it's been a, it's been a couple episodes. How are you doing? I'm doing good, and honestly, I didn't know that you were recording episodes by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the people want to hear from Black Mary Dead Free, even if it's one half of Black Mary Dead Free. You know, I figured we got to get the people what they want, so... We're glad to have you back, and we're going to really get into some zesty topics here, Shara. Uh, I think our listeners love when we sprinkle in a little bit of money and a little bit of marriage, because that really gets you going. And from the responses we get, uh, the people love, you know, opinionated Shara. <laughs> I'm getting scared of some of the comments, because I don't know. There was a comment that said uh, on our YouTube, hey, we love listening to you guys. Marcus, I could tell Shire's a handful, but, you know, she seems like she got your back. <laughs> and I was like, that's Shire in a nutshell. But am I handful, really? Sometimes. But, uh, no, it's, a, it's a good handful. Maybe. It's a good handful, so that's a good thing. Shire, we're going to be talking about a post that you came up with uh, and you posted it on our Instagram. And it was very interesting and it got a lot of engagement. And you were talking about five money personalities. So we're going to lay out those personalities and we're going to talk about exactly which ones we think we are. And then we're going to flip flop it and we're going to talk about which ones you think I am and which ones I think, you know, we're going we're gonna to go back and forth with this. But Shire, where did you get the idea for this post? Yeah. So this is based on a book called The Five Money Personalities and it is by Scott and Bethany Palmer. And basically their book outlines what they have determined to be five personalities as it relates to money and what they have found is that many couples do not speak the same language they don't have the same money personality and it's not that you need to win your spouse over to get your spouse to think the way that you do but it's just having uh, the proper tools to communicate with your spouse Mm -hmm. if they happen to be a different money personality right so um you know what it reminds me of, Shire? It reminds me of that book about the love languages and mm-hmm. learning and knowing exactly what language your spouse, you know, needs. And then just knowing that can help you in many ways. It's not necessarily wanting to change that person or wanting to, you know, like how you said, it's just knowing, hey, this is their money personality and this is my money personality. So let's figure out how to make this thing work. Right. You know? And it's not good or bad, wrong or right. Right. People are just different. Exactly. We're just different. And so, you know, having the tools to communicate, it's really important because money 
is can be a you know not a fun topic in relationships yes. and in a marriage and can cause a lot of friction Absolutely. so it's just so knowing about the five money personalities helps to bring in an awareness yes so Charlie, let's go ahead and let's lay out each personality and then so we're going to talk about each one and then we're going to say which ones do we think we are personally all right okay so money personality number one is and i don't know that these are in any particular order cool so cool are we just going to go so number one is a saver's personality so a saver enjoys creating budgets and of course saving money they like to plan and are reluctant to go into debt okay so that's saver number two is spenders a spender personality gets a rush from shopping we, you know that, uh, I'm kind of that's already feeling like how I used to be they get a rush from shopping they are great gift givers I think that's hilarious and they live in the moment their generosity often leads to buyers remorse around the holidays mm-hmm. and number three risk takers so risk takers are always looking for the next big thing. They make decisions quickly and believe in high risk, high reward. Mm-hmm. They're sec- security seekers, so they value predictability. Uh, they tend to play it safe and overthink financial decisions. Yes. And lastly? They're flyers. Flyers are carefree and they don't think about money until they absolutely have to. Ooh. So if their back is against the wall, then it's like, uh-oh. You know, let me figure this out. All right. So, Shara, after reading that, which one do you think you are and why? Well, one of the things that the book talks about is having a secondary language. Mm. So, a primary and a secondary. Okay, let's go with that. Primary and secondary. Okay. I know what you are, but I'm, I'm going to let you say what you think well, I can't you are. Even... Okay, so I think that my primary language is security seeker. Okay. I do value predictability. I want to know what's coming up a year from now five years from now ten years from now yes i do value (laughs) the predictability um they say uh with security seekers they have a tendency to overthink but i actually like to think Mm. i like to sit down and just think i like to take a notebook i will fill out a notebook with just my thoughts you know so i definitely think that i'm a security seeker um and then i think for my secondary language I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Saver. I think I'm going to go with saver. Yeah, you're definitely a saver, Shire. You definitely are. You know, so now it's time for me to get my opinion on what you think you are. Oh, gosh. I think you're definitely a security seeker. I think, um, yeah, I would say you definitely value predictability. But it's it's almost even with saver uh, because you, you value saving. I don't think you like to just spend money frivolously. Like, even in... When it comes to invest investing, you love the idea of investing, but the actual act, you're like, you know what? Maybe we can save some of this. <laughs> you're when, definitely more of a saver. As no, opposed to I, but no, sa- savers are investors because okay, you can save money in many places. You don't just we don't just save money in a bank. You also are saving right. towards your goals, and part of our goals is retirement. So, but would you agree that you love saving or investing in? less risky endeavors so the less risk the more you know more you'll be willing to do it right well i would agree that i'm not a risk taker okay that's what i would agree with yes yes 
Okay, well, let me share you mine. You tell me what you think about this, y'all. You tell me what you think. I already know what you are. So, number Go one, ahead. I'm a flyer. Nah. Uh, I, used I think to be a we flyer. used to be flyers. We I both, think we were both flyers. We both used to be flyers. Flyers very are. Very carefree. Uh, yeah, very carefree. And we didn't think about the money until it was absolutely like our backs were against the wall. Like, that's when we you know got into this debt-free mindset was when we was like we had nowhere else to go so we were definitely flyers which many of you listening may be so that's and okay. it's not a bad thing it's just having an awareness yes. that you might go shopping but you might have to return those clothes right. so that you could pay your bills and we've had to do we've that done that sadly <laughs> we've done that so okay so what do i think i am personally i'm definitely first a risk taker even now in this new mindset we're in you know, that freedom and, you know, building wealth for retirement. I'm definitely a risk taker. Like I would bet it all on black. I would bet everything in our bank account right now. If I thought this is something that really can, this could, this could do it for us. <laughs> but then you look at your wife and you look at your two children. Yes. And I'm like, okay. Well, no. And you know what? Shires, this speaks to what you were saying at the front end of this podcast. Why just being different isn't a bad thing because if I was a spender, or if I was a risk taker, excuse me, and Shire was a risk taker, oh, we'd be screwed. Mm-hmm. We would be screwed. But because I'm a risk taker and Shire is a super secure person and a saver, right in the middle is perfect. That's the sweet spot. That's what we have here between us, Shire. The yin and the yang. I guess. The ebb and the flow. So, yeah, I think I'm a risk taker. That's my primary. And my secondary... My secondary is kind of a, I have a low key spending mm-hmm. spirit that I need to work on. You, you have know? to have your hats. Yes. I, and I kinda, you have to buy, get your Starbucks. I got to get my Starbucks. But the buy one, get one 50% <laughs> off really be getting you. Yes, <laughs> it does. But the cool thing about it is I don't, I don't have expensive habits. So right. Even if though I, even though I would like to spend every now and again, it's, it's on a, a hat, a baseball hat. Or, you know, some food. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> right. I like to spend sometimes too. I mean, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Shara, like I said, we're moving into, uh, did we tell everybody we're moving into a new house? No. We didn't. But we will tell you. But anyway, Shara's furnishing the house and buying furnishings and you having a good time spending there. I am. We've set aside some money for that. Yes. But I'm making sure to get deals yes that's true and you know i was sharing with you know marcus today i bought something online and then it had the nerve to go on sale for 150 dollars excuse me 180 dollars less than what i purchased it for and it hadn't arrived so i said well i called them and i said well do you need me to cancel this and send this back to you Mm. or are you going to give me the difference right you know and i was very serious and so they agreed to, to give the difference so there you go. i mean we try to cut corners where we can i, I try to be kind about it but yes. you know yes. so it's it's we should we, we still have to keep that spending you know under subjection but we do it within the budget and that's the beauty of it so yeah i think i'm a risk taker and my secondary will probably be a spender
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Knowing that you're a risk taker and a spender, like what are positive things about that and what are some things that may cause conflict? Great question. So the positive thing is I'm not that person that is scared to to be an investor. I'm not that person that is thinks the stock market is a scam or thinks, you know, that real estate is impossible for me. Like, I think that those things are possible and I'm willing to to, to, to jump into some of those things with, with, you know, after acquiring the proper knowledge, of course, but those things don't scare me. So I think that is a plus. Um, but the negative and what could cause conflict is that, you know, you can't just jump out the window with stuff. You know, I'm that guy that, you know, the, the person that that goes to those uh, timeshare meetings <laughs> And, and, and be then signed up for the time trip. That that would have been me. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we've gone to at least one of those. Yes. But that was many years ago. Right. I'm surprised I don't have a, a timeshare that I can't get rid of. But um, that's the bad part of it is, Shia, I mean, before we got married, remember, I had this get rich quick scheme that I was signing up for where <laughs> they asked me to send cash in the mail. And Shire was like, Marcus, don't send that cash in the mail. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, it's gonna be good. You know, I can make, I can, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna flip, and I'm gonna turn it. Man, why I, would I, you do that? I thought I they just, were gonna I, send you some stamps and some envelopes, oh. and you're gonna like lick, lick stamps. You're gonna pay them <laughs> so that you can lick some stamps. Or it just it sounded was, <laughs> good. It sounded maybe good. not lick the stamps. I don't know. It was something just weird. That was young Marcus, though. That was but young Marcus. okay, so with risk takers. Okay, I think that it's positive because I do have a tendency to overthink. Mm -hmm. You do, Shara. But I think that you can, I think there's a difference between taking risks and taking calculated risks. For me, I want to be calculated. I want to be strategic. I want to have meaning and purpose behind the moves that we're making when we're, you know, putting our money into something. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Here's my thing with you, Shire. I think you love the idea of things. But the act of it, I think may you may not love as much. <laughs> so the I details? Shire loves the detail portion of it. She loves breaking it down, getting the numbers. Okay, so then and we'll get it. We'll find we'll we, we will literally sit down with each other and figure out e equals mc square like we will figure out the the you know how plutonium is made and we have it it's like we have it Charlie. we have the formula and you're like yeah but i'm like yeah but we just figured out how to retire next year and you don't want to pull the trigger <laughs> we haven't figured that out yeah yet. i'm just i'm being facetious but but if someone were to figure it out who would it be out of you or me it'd probably be you okay but yes you are right, Shai. You love being calculated, and I think that's a good thing. I think you get excited in the moment. Yes, I do. And it's just like... I'm, I'm ready. I'd be ready to just go, you know? But it's like uh, skydiving. Mm. I want to check. Look, I probably would never jump out of a plane, <laughs> but if I were going to, I would check 
go through all the steps and precautions. Right. I'm not just gonna jump out there. Right. And you make sure it's all everything is straight for you. Yeah. Do that. That's a good point. That's a good point. And I feel that I feel like your upbringing has to do with your money personality as well. Mm. Like for me, it's very important that we have stability. Yeah. Um, as far as our housing and right. employment, like not not that I grew up in a unstable household but for me that's just something that I really needed right. and my mom she you know did her best to to provide that for us right but that's just really important but if yeah. I, I I feel and I could be wrong that you know I don't I don't know that you had a whole lot of concerns growing up when it yeah, came to and, money and we've talked about that on other podcasts like so now you're just ready to just jump out but exactly. I think that's but that's not a bad thing though I think the upbringing has a large part to do with that shot because like how we shared before my parents shielded me from any financial issues that we had so I just money was never like a thing for me which is always like you know like I said my mindset was always we have more than enough you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying I don't even know if that's a number but I just know like we can do it you know that's how I always look at stuff but you look at it from a more okay but you know let's let's see well I would say what what you just said was we can do it mm-hmm. and I feel that we can do it yeah. I I mean there's very little that I say, oh, we can't do no, 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 we can. Mm-hmm. It's about figuring out a way. And it's not this or this. I'd like to say it's this and this. We can right. do this and we can do this. Yeah. You know, if we just take time to figure out a way to do it. And you know, Ashire, I'm sitting here thinking about my personality, my money personality a little deeper. And I am a risk taker to the fullest because I'm okay with something failing. Now, are you okay with failure? Are you okay with something? I'm totally okay with trying something and it not working. I'm okay with taking an L. Like, even with the Get, get, get Rich Kick screen that we shared with a few moments ago, I was okay that I tried that and it ended up slapping me in the face. But I, told I was you. more okay with that happening than I was with just taking Shire's word for it <laughs> and not doing it and thinking, man, I wonder if that would have worked. Now, that's the definition of a risk taker like i'm cool with failing i I don't want to fail i mean but i'm okay with it but it depends on what's on the line Mm. right if it's a couple hundred dollars right okay i can live with that but if it's my whole retirement savings yeah can you live with that no i can't live with that i mean i think it just depends on what's on the line right that's a good point that's a good point you know what what's on the line in if it's something that is just in your soul and you have to do it, you should do it. Right. Because you don't want to live, with, wanna live with that regret. Right. You know, but you do have to consider, well, what what am I gonna lose? Forty forty dollars for some stamps and envelopes that don't arrive. Right. I can't I can't deal with that. Like I'm with you on that. Okay, Shar, well let me ask you just to close us close this out. How can a couple out there who have different money personalities how can they coexist? What was the best way for them to coexist to work through those different personalities? Well, give me an example. Like, Okay. So you have a lady out there that's upset that her husband's a spender and she's a saver. And he wishes that his wife, you know, was a bit more of a spender so they could kind of, you know, they wouldn't clash so much. How do you think that couple could work it on out? What would you recommend they do? Well. One. Have a conversation with each other. 
They probably have, and it probably goes like this. Did you spend that much money on no. Well, who's right and who's wrong? Well, we'll take right or wrong out of it. Okay. Right? Yes. Because we're talking about money personalities. We've already said there's no right or wrong. Because as soon as you go to right and wrong, you go to blame. And you go to fight. And then you go to fight. <laughs> you go to fight. Um, no, I totally agree with that. So, um, I feel like... Maybe we, maybe set the husband up who's a spender. Maybe he should have a, a, a an amount that he can spend. Maybe start there. It's like, okay, honey, I know you like to spend on whatever. Let's set an amount that you can, you can spend on. And let me set an amount I want to save. And then we'll kind of go from there. Kind of find a happy meeting, you know? Yeah, and I mean... It's not that easy. It's not that I mean, easy. we make it we make it sound like, oh, just just go have a conversation, everything will be fine. Right? right? Um for some folks that might actually work. <laughs> you know, maybe you just have never talked about it. Right. Um, but we we have I'll I'll call it a spending guideline where yes. we have a certain amount of dollars for each of us that we um can spend each week. Mm-hmm. But if I go a few dollars over, or Marcus goes a few dollars over, we don't kill each other. No, it's a non. It's it's really a non-issue. Right. It's really a non-issue. The thing I like, yeah, the thing I like about you, Shire, is you'll let me go off, and but then you will always like if it gets too crazy, you say, "You kind of, Marcus, you've been kind of spending." Like we we haven't had that conversation in like it's been like months, almost going on years now. But you would always, after a while, I knew it's coming around the corner when Shire's gonna look at the. They even be like, Marcus, you've been kind of, yeah, hold, hold on now. You know? Right. And I feel like. It was we, very polite how you did it. You know, I was just, I was just get like. Right. But I know. feel like we have like a unique situation to where um, your spending money for the week comes out of a different account. And right. it's not our regular checking account. I feel like that has helped us. Yeah. So I don't, I don't see everything that yeah. you're doing but it's but that money's not taking away from our household it's set right. aside for a specific purpose so it's fine i don't i i'm not nitpick, i'm not being nitpicky mm-hmm. over it because i don't see it yeah uh, you know but if you use the wrong card i will yeah <laughs> so to this fictitious couple maybe uh you guys split it up in that manner to where not only does he have his own little spinning portion but it's on a whole different card you know if you're a uh, a, a person that I don't even want to see the transactions because they just get me irritated. Mm-hmm. And maybe you might want to go that route, you know. So there's no right or wrong way to do it. We just kind of give you guys some suggestions because we get a lot of questions from couples that are frustrated with one spouse, you know. And oh yeah, you know. So we, we get a lot of that. We know that many of you that listen may be listening independent to your spouse, and you may be excited about finance and financial literacy, but maybe your spouse just isn't there yet. So we're trying to kind of give answer those questions that we get in just kind of in a broad way right and you don't have to be married you have a money personality mm-hmm. whether you're a single person or uh you you know maybe you're dating or or what have you right. but having an awareness of your own money personality is crucial it can help you hold yourself accountable yes. you know i'm a risk taker you know or I'm a spender, so let me just cut back a little bit, you know, this year. So it's not just about your spouse, but it's also about you and Absolutely. being reflective. And um, I'm sure that the, the book is really great, and it, this is not sponsored at all. Right. Um, but it's going to give you some tips for communicating with your spouse. And I tell Marcus all the time, 
we need to stay together. Yeah. It is it's cheaper to keep her. It like really it is. really is. And we need families to stay together. Yeah. It's it's so important. Absolutely. I joke with Shire like, hey, if you ever want to leave me, like we could just be roommates. You know what I'm saying? We I don't want to be roommates. <laughs> we could just, you know, we, we, we let's let's cheat just like a business. We don't have to mess up the business side of it. Uh, no, uh, the personal side went. No, left. Uh, that sounds like uh, the flipper fix couple. Right. I ain't doing that. Okay. We All gonna right. we gonna do it or we ain't. All right. So, Shire, I'm so glad to have you on this episode. Can you drop uh, the people the name of the book? And we're going to get on out of here. The five money personalities speaking the same love and money language. And this book is by Scott and Bethany Palmer. Yes. So check that out. If you want to dig deeper on the five money personalities for Marcus Murray, I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And we're going to holler at y'all on the next podcast. Peace. Bye everyone. Yo, so we hope you guys enjoyed that podcast episode. We hope that we said something that you can take away and apply. We are here to inform and to inspire. So do us a huge favor and don't forget to rate this podcast five stars on whatever platform you're streaming us. And if you want to become a supporter of the Black Merit and Defree podcast, you can do so by clicking on the link below. That's it for now. Till next time, I'll let you guys later.